the Black Swan Media Studios, deep inside a secret underground bunker. We're speaking to freedom-loving patriots from all around the country and the world. Welcome to the resistance. This is John Crump, live. Live. We are live. It is Wednesday, halfway through the week, and we will be good to go soon, um, hopefully, and uh, be out the door for the weekend. As of tomorrow, I'm going to go see Dr. Strange and everything else. We are brought to you by the one, the only, Tusk. Tusk is a cryptocurrency focused on the firearms market. Proudly sponsored by TUSC, the only cryptocurrency designed with the firearms market in mind. With three-second processing times, it's the fastest cryptocurrency on the planet. On the planet! With lower transaction fees than traditional credit cards, it's perfect for your e-commerce needs. For gun guys, buy gun guys. Visit TUSC.network for more information and join the digital revolution. Yes, everyone should join that digital revolution of Tusk. Tusk is a pretty cool cryptocurrency. We are also brought to you by the one, the only Black Swan Tactical, which happens to be my uh, t-shirt shop. So go ahead and head over to Black Swan Tactical and buy some patches or whatever you want to buy. One Tactical, your number one source for 2A streetwear. With shirts, mugs, hats, patches, flags, and more, there's always something to help you rep the 2A community. All proceeds go back into our projects. Viewers and listeners can take an additional 10% off with code CRUMPY. Unapologetically pro-gun, pro-liberty, and pro-freedom gear for the front lines of the culture war. All right, and you can always support us at Locals by uh, johncrump.locals.com or flyingrich.locals.com. Speaking of Flying Rich, and I got the wrong one up. Here we go. <laughs> What's up, Rich? How are you doing, my friend? Oh, breaking things and learning stuff. What are you breaking? You're learning stuff and breaking things. Sorry, uh, broke apart a print, but it's all good. I'm going to print it slow if it ever slices. Hmm. What slicer are you using? Uh, well, the problem isn't the slicer. The problem is my computer somehow losing all of the CPU cycles somewhere. It's <laughs> your probably got a Bitcoin is, mining uh, virus. Kind of terrible. But let's yeah. go ahead and bring on the man of the hour, Swamp Fox Mike from Swamp Fox Optics. How are you doing, Mike? Nice to meet you guys. How's it going? Good, good. So uh, I've heard a lot about your optics. Uh, DLD, After Dark, Dark, really like somebody who's always saying how I should get one of your optics. I just haven't had a chance to get one. I know a guy that can help with that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. 
Well, so, so do yeah, I now. <laughs> big hat tip to DLD. I uh, really appreciate him, uh, you know, reaching out and uh, and and saying, hey, you know, this is a good fit. You know, you should consider coming on with these guys. Ah, I'm in three pieces. Oh, sorry. Um. So, hey, DLD. John's got a new toy. Yeah, right. I, I, I put it on the wrong one. Sorry. I also see uh, 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 Swamp Dog Armories in here. Got to say hi to, to Swamp Dog. Hey, man. Yep. See you. Uh, got dark in, in, in here. Comment. That's cool. So yeah, we're 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 among friends here, right? So that's that's yep. good. Yeah, we have a pretty tight knit community. Everyone gets along and helps each other out. That's what we got to do. Ordinary Americans gotta we we gotta reach out and network and find like minded people that are willing to help out. We've got skill sets uh, that that can help each other out. I mean, we can't just wait for uh, you know the government to come save us or wait for uh, you know the big corporations to come fix it. It's gonna have to be us guys. How did you start yep. Swamp Fox Optics? Oh, I'm not the owner. Um, I'm I'm product marketing director, and I was there kind of a, well, close to the beginning. So, so Swamp Fox started in in 2018, and I came on in 2019. So I've been at it since since about February 2019. So I'm I, I've been there almost from the beginning, but not quite from the beginning. Um, so Swamp Fox is based out of uh, Denver in Colorado and I the what what you see here is my house in in Houston. So I usually work remote, fly up a few times a year to to see the crew, say hi to everybody and uh and get some FaceTime, you know, make some content and, and and plan things out. But I generally work remote from from here in Houston. Um you know, hooray for the internet and and being able to do that. So yeah, so uh basically the CEO of Swamp Fox when I I had worked for another optics company previously. I did their user manuals, uh, did some marketing for them. And uh, when, when the time came to part ways with them, I remember very distinctly the CEO of Swamp Fox. He had a, we did a sit down, we had dinner together, we chatted for a couple of days and he looked me in the eye and he said, the optics industry is full of fat cats riding a canoe down the river. And it's, it's an industry that's ripe for disruption and I want to disrupt it. How about you help me tip that canoe over? And I said, Oh, I'm going to like this job. This, this, wow. this is going to work. We're going to tip that canoe straight over and dump them into the river. It's been a lot of fun. Sounds like a lot of fun. Sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I, yeah. one day I'm going to work in the gun industry. Just not. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm. There's when, when we go to Shot Show, we always joke that there are really two kinds of people at Shot Show. There are businessmen who are pretending to know something about guns, and then there are gun nuts who are trying to learn about business. And I'm definitely the gun nut who's trying to learn about business. I'm definitely like a shooter first, and I'm you know, I'm a competitor. I I hunt. I eat breathe and sleep guns and optics and then you know hopefully i can learn enough about the business end of it to survive and not sound like an idiot you know so that's the end of it that i come from yeah i mean i i i work in the firearms industry but i also have like other i do other things too as well uh i have um, like a few different businesses one or two or like seven but <laughs> Until you get another idea next week, that's that's the entrepreneur mindset, right? Yeah. Else yeah. Uh, too bad. It's kind of it. It's kind of a 
double-edged sword, I guess you can say. Indeed. You end up uh, killing yourself. <laughs> it, it's kind of a... Yep. I've, I've done that before, too. I've been my own boss before. Not in a hurry to do it again. Yeah, yeah. So what do you guys... Uh, I, I saw uh, Rich had... Uh, we were talking about red dots for a second before we, we came online. <laughs> but uh, what, do you guys, what do you guys have right now? What do you use? What are you interested in? Talk to me about your optics world. Uh, my optics world is... Right now, I mean, I... I'm actually looking in the market for a few uh, red dots for right there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> R- yeah. RMR cuts. 320 slide, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going to mark a few of those. I have a bunch of ARs, which I have everything from Aimpoints to Eotex to Vortex Optics to Hollow Sun Optics, SIG, which is Hollow Sun, basically. Uh, and, and yeah, so that we those are the optics I usually run on my pistols. I've been running uh, uh, Vortex Vipers and Venoms, um, and I uh, just have a couple more pistols. Uh, this 320, for example, I'm gonna stick an optic on there and stuff like that. So I am in the market for some optics, so I think uh, I might be checking you guys out. Dark keeps on telling me I need to get one of your optics. You sound you sound like a dot guy for sure. Are you doing a lot of close range stuff? What's the furthest that you like to shoot those ARs out to? The furthest I like to shoot the ARs out to, uh, it depends. I, I I do a lot of close end stuff, but uh, I sometimes I do take them out to six hundred yards. Okay, so you you you'll you'll need something something bigger than a red dot at that point. Well, yeah, but I, I mean that's the the ARs I have. I got I got scopes that I'm already running on those. So cool. for the couple of ARs I have, um, I just stuck a SIG. I built a couple in the last few days. Uh, so I, I'm going to grab a couple optics for a couple of the ones I have. I currently had one more. Uh, it was a little SIG optic, uh, Romeo 5. So I just stuck that on there because I had that. But now I'm out of optics. I'm out of optics for handguns and everything else. How about you, Rich? What are you What are you running? Oof. Oh boy. Uh, probably the most expensive thing I got is I got one of those ATN 4Ks. Um, got a lot of budget stuff. So last, I don't know how many years, uh, I've been on a bit of a budget constraint. He uses and... Wish optics. Yeah. <laughs> no, we found an optic for him Amazon. Night. So, yeah, I, I, and like John, I've got, uh, let's see. The uh, G34 bullpup that I'm working on that I'm going to want an optic for. I just got a slide. I just got the uh, Patmos Revelation slide for that. So uh, I'm going to want to get an optic for that. And let's see. What else? Actually, I've got the same thing as John. I've, I've got the uh, MUP1, which is the SIG P320 from JSD. And uh, I've got their slide, so I'm going to need an optic for that one also. Yeah, uh, JSD is uh, he's actually out there, Jordan Venro. I don't know why. Yep. We're, we're stuck on this layout for some reason. There it goes. Streamyard was <laughs> giving us a hard time. Yeah, uh, JSD is out there. Yeah, JSD is a great guy. Um, and uh, I do have an affiliate link. I haven't never used my affiliate link with them besides like one time. I don't know who even used it. But there you go. That's my affiliate link. If you guys want to do that, I can 
kick it back over to him. I won't, probably won't collect it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I will look you guys up. You guys have pretty good prices compared to a lot of the other optics companies. Well, I think we have good prices for the for the for the realm that we're in for our customer for our, for our target market and the uh, the the market that we're in our pricing is really really freaking aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm that's what I'm that's what I mean. The, I mean, you can get other optics around the same price, but they're not as high quality as Fun Fox. Yeah, that's 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 really what our goal is. You know, um, there is your high end, cutting edge, um, you know, the the very top stuff that is thirteen hundred bucks. JSD supply. Uh, am I going to NRA this year? Yeah, because it's in Houston, um, so it's local to me. It's just right down the road, so I'll ride the Harley to the NRA show this year. <laughs> I'll have nice. Yeah, so I'll I'll definitely be there. And yes, may the fourth be with you. Um, we have a we have a giveaway that we're doing. That's uh, a Star Wars fourth of uh, fourth of May giveaway. That's really cool. Oh, you got to be kidding me! I yeah. I, I might I might be a little bit of a uh, Star Wars fan. Uh, check check out uh, check out our Facebook and our uh, Instagram and and uh, if you guys are not signed up for our emails, go to the website swanfoxoptics.com, Sign up for the emails, and you'll get a chance to enter. It's Pretty freaking cool. Uh, if you're a Star Wars fan, it's a must-see. We went all out. Uh, it's crazy. So, um, but yeah, I'll be at I'll be at NRA. Um, so I was gonna say, like, there you you have to pay a lot to get the latest greatest stuff that is advertised as being cutting edge and that is being, um, you know, early you know first adopter stuff, right? Um, and some people like that. That's their thing. They're, they always want to be on the cutting edge, the bleeding edge of what's new. And and then you have the opposite is the guy who just wants something that will work. And they don't really care about the specifications. They don't really know about the details. They just, you know, I want something that I can use to aim my gun. And, you know, as long as I can hit the target, I don't care. It works for me. Um, and we're kind of in the middle, I think. Our customer, our core customer is the guy who he can spend a lot of money or he can spend a little bit of money, but he wants maximum value for every dollar that he spent. That's my guy. That's the guy that I am. So, like, I spent a lot of money on my Harley. It's not a budget bike. It's not a cheap knockoff. Was it worth it? To me, yeah, it was. I got a good deal on it. I waited till I got a good deal. Um, you know, some people make fun of me because my Harley's slow. I don't care. It does what I want it to do, and I and I like my bike. Um, you know, it's the same thing with... Uh, I'll pull something out here. You know, here's an arrowhead, low power variable. This is a, this is a one to 10, you know, it's got locking turrets. It's tough enough for law enforcement work. There's torture tests online. Again, with the star Wars, uh, Sean Heron, if you guys know, we like shooting, he did a Chewbacca versus the arrowhead video where, which, which is hilarious. They ran over it with a truck. They shot it with a shotgun. They did all this crazy stuff just to see what, what it would take to break it, you know, and it's, it's, it's a $500 scope. You know, you get, you got a discount, uh, you got a, you get a coupon code, you wait for a sale. It's a $500 optic. It's crazy tough. It's got great glass. It's got good reticle illumination. It's got all the features that you need for law enforcement um, and, and really serious heavy duty use. Um, and these, these have really been carrying us this year. 
this has made, um, you know, this has really helped our brand name quite a bit. But this is, in my opinion, the only one to ten optic that's under a thousand bucks that doesn't suck on the market right now. You can get a better one to ten if you want to buy the Razer Gen three for thirty hundred, you know, thirty two hundred bucks is the MSRP on that now because they raised the price again. It's a three thousand dollar scope, but this works real good for five hundred. Huh. Wow, um, I, I'm looking at your giveaway. What's the giveaway? Share it, John. All right. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I put it in there. So everyone just go there and just look at it and, and click on there and so nope. I can get my 10 free Ooh, entries. For a minute. <laughs> Dude, uh, we got but, some serious uh, Star Wars fans on staff at Swamp Fox. So yeah, no effing joke. I, I, I noticed that. Okay, I'm going to bring up the giveaway. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and share it because it's it's just sick. Uh, then I'm gonna go back and d- enter in every effing way I can. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm serious. I mean, it's 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 that badass. Um, oh really? Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. I'm gonna bring it up. You can do the computer magic. Yeah. Sorry, I was just entering. Are you using? What are you using? OBS or what do you got? Uh no, no. Streamyard. Uh, just directly Streamyard. Uh, and then I have like some stream. I got like Stream Deck built in, so I can uh. Go ahead and hit hit buttons over here, um, and control everything. But uh, let me just do this here. I'm gonna go ahead and bring it. You ever use stream uh, uh, streamyard? You can use it through OBS, but it's not really necessary. You don't need the other layer. Why mess with it? Yeah, it used to be that you know OBS because you couldn't do like a, like you use a stream deck, but they now have it. <laughs> All right, hold on. I want to go ahead and share this here. That is awesome. Yeah, we, we, we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun with it. I'm definitely going to... I'm, I'm I'm winning, guys. So um, even if you do <laughs> win, guys, you still have to donate it to me because I'm just that cool of a guy, you know? Yeah, yeah that, the, uh, the Wolverine slides have been a real hit for us, too. I, I call it the easy button. Um, you know, the hardest thing about putting a dot on a pistol is the worry that you're going to have some kind of compatibility problem. Like, is the footprint going to be right? Is the dot going to actually fit the slide? Am I going to have screws that are the right length and the right thread pitch and the right shoulder and all of that stuff. And I think a lot of people get really nervous and, you know, it, it keeps them from buying something that they want because they're not really confident that it's all going to fit together and work. So if you uh, if you make your own slide and it's cut properly and you include the screws and you include the dot and everything with it, then you get rid of that uncertainty. 
and it becomes the easy button. Just buy the slide, buy the dot, buy the iron side shield that protects the dot in case you go full Aaron Cowan and drop the thing, and uh, and you're done. Like it's all guaranteed to work. It, it's got co-witness iron side uh, iron sights that work. We got it all scienced out. They hit perfectly. You know they're the correct height. Uh, all that stuff's already figured out. And just all takes is money at that point. Yeah, I mean. Wow, I'm just blown away by that. By that, <laughs> it's 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 really cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, uh, I think uh, the the gun that we gave away, the Star Wars themed gun that we gave away, we raised money for my niece about a year ago, uh, who had uh, cancer. Um, unfortunately, she passed away. But uh, we raised money, and I think I'm pretty sure I had a fun Fox Optic on there. Oh, uh, I, you know what? Uh, Swamp Dog uh, was involved with that, and yes, uh, it had a blade. I I, I provided a blade. Um, yeah, that, that was, was that was cool, of you guys. I really appreciate that, and I still remember that. Yeah, I was sorry to hear that she didn't make it, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean. It, she had uh, what's called DIPG, which is very, very, um, uh, which is, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's, there's no surviving it basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was, I was glad that we did what we could. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Um, but so that really, that really helped out the family because it's kind of not cheap. <laughs> nope. No, it is not. I get it. I get it. Yeah, getting back to happier things. So, in the optics market, what is the biggest challenge of being one of the, the not? I wouldn't say I would say one of the not massive companies like you ever like a Leopold or a EOTech or Aimpoint. What's the, what's one of the biggest challenges with that? Uh you know, I think. Just getting traction and getting getting the brand name out there, um, getting people to give us a chance, you know, because uh, gun owners are conservative in a lot of ways. Some of which some ways are good, um, some ways are, are are not good for us. But you know, gun owners by and large, they uh, not everyone is like the three D printing, um, poly eighty building. Um, you know, like, like trying out new things type of person. I, I like people who are like that because they're more likely to give us a chance. Well, that's but like a our entire guys, audience. <laughs> yeah. But, but a lot of guys out there are really hidebound by tradition. You know, I got a loophole gold ring three to nine, very X two. Cause that's what my uncle Bill had. And uncle Bill said, that's the good scope. And he's had it since 1999. Um, and they're very traditional. Right. And it's, they're not going to try out, a new scope that um, that they've never heard the brand name before. None of their friends have it, and we're not in any big box stores. You know, we're we're still growing. You can't go to Bass Pro or Cabela's and grab a Swamp Fox and just look through it right there and, right. and decide for yourself if the glass is good or not. So, when we were first starting out, um, and nobody really heard of the brand name, it was really interesting to see uh, the change in people because they'd. They'd show up to like the booth at SHOT Show or the booth we had at the NRA show. And 
they were really skeptical, like, oh, crap, another cheap optics, you know, junk importer. It's just going to be like everybody else. And then they would look through the scope and they would go, oh, oh, that's that's actually pretty nice. That doesn't suck. And once you actually like have the product in your hands and you have the scope in your hands and you put it on a rifle and you zero it and you find out that the turrets actually track the way they're supposed to then you know then you're sold but by that time you've actually you have to have the optic first so there's a lot of like tradition and people who are traditionally minded and who aren't willing to try something new will not be trying swamp fox for their another five years maybe because they're waiting for uncle bill to get one first and then tell them that that swamp fox scope worked out they're not going to be the first one on the the first kid on the block to try it you know how does Swampbox compare to Holosun and Vortex? HPS, there it is. Um, so, I, I'll be honest on that. So, Vortex, uh, Vortex is tiered, right? So, when you say Vortex is a brand name, you're really you can be talking about stuff that's pretty janky and old and out of date and not that great. Um, like the older dots that they still sell or their older prism scopes that they still sell, you know, um, not that great. It was great five years ago. Um, LPBOs, uh, Swamp Fox or like, like the Vortex uh, Strike Eagle. Strike Eagle was a great scope for 300 bucks in 2015. Now it's seven years old. Um, and it, and it, and it's kind of long in the tooth. The arrowhead that I just showed really beats the crap out of that Strike Eagle. But another co another scope that has the Vortex name on it is that three thousand dollar Razor one to ten Gen three. It's a three thousand dollar scope. It's it's better than the Arrowhead for sure. All it takes is three thousand dollars, and you can have a better scope than ours, no doubt about it. So when you say compare it to Vortex, you're really you're really there's a lot of space in there. It's really which Vortex um, and how old it is and when it was made. Um, and, and where it was made. Hollow Sun is a little bit easier because they only make red dots. All they do is red dots. Um, they have a couple of things that we don't do. So Hollow Sun can do the solar panel, um, which they have patented, and they would love to sue us if we did that. Um, yeah, HBS doesn't beat around the bush. Neither do I. Let's, I mean, I'll, I'll answer any of these questions, honestly. Cool. So... Holosun has, they can do a, a, a solar panel and that will help their battery life a lot if the solar panel doesn't break. Uh, we can't do that because they'll sue us if we do it. They also have really, really good emitters. Their emitters are, are state-of-the-art. Holosun emitters are as good as Aimpoint emitters. Yeah, I said it. Um, our emitters are maybe one step behind, but our price is a lot underneath Holosun. So, so you can buy a hollow sun for 400, 500 bucks. And they're getting pretty proud of those. Now I remember when an aim point was 500 bucks brand new. So to me, like spending 500 bucks on a hollow sun, I'm like, are people really spending that much on a hollow sun? Yeah. So we're talking 500 and under, you know, um, here's liberator two. Are you a green one? Yes, you are. Cause I had shaken weight. I wonder if I can demonstrate this. What if I can demonstrate this somehow? Go ahead so, and try. Yeah, right? So let's see here. All right. So here's a Liberator 2. 
in green. Um, you can see how the coating on this is not red. It's like a silver or chrome. That's because uh, that, that coating uh, reflects the green emitter better. So I've got this thing cranked up, so hopefully you can see it. Oh, gosh, it's like crazy. Yeah, I, I, I can, yeah. yeah we can see crazy it. right now. Anyway, um, I cranked it up to like daylight bright. So, all right, so this has this has the similar emitter in it um, that on the side of the on the side of the box, we could put 50,000 hours of battery life on the side of the box if we wanted to. That's the raw, you know, that's that's the raw emitter draw and amperage plus the fact that it has shake and wake. So I set this down on my computer table here and I, you know what, I might be able to actually show you guys this if I steer around my webcam in a minute. So I'm going to set that down. Let's see if we can do this. All right, there's my green dot. Oh, okay. All right, so that's a two MOA green dot. It covers two inches at 100 yards. All right, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that there for four minutes. I'll just hold the webcam up like this. So for four minutes, I'm going to, I'm going to leave that optic just sitting on my computer desk and try not to move my computer desk. And my dot's going to shut off to save battery life. There's no hard coded shut off for that optic. So I can then, I can, I can put that on an AR. I can, I can put it in my closet, lean it up against my closet wall. And after four minutes, it's going to shut off. Something goes bump in the night, three months down the road. I snatch up my AR out of the closet, boom, it comes back on. I didn't have to fumble around with buttons or anything like that. So that by itself is a giant boost to battery life. Um, so we could put 50,000 hours of battery life on the side of our optics if we want to, but I'm a lot more about keeping it real. We all are, we just want to keep it real. The truth is that the batteries are so inconsistent that we feel like it's not honest um, because nobody's making like a weapon rated CR 2032 battery in prism scopes. We use a CR 123 a, which is a, a weapon light battery, right? You can get hardened weapon rated batteries from surefire and from streamlight that are rated against recoil. Um, they're rated for shock because they're used in, in, you know, like law enforcement weapon lights and, and they're a lot more consistent. But these CR2032 batteries that everybody's powering these dots with and the 1632s that we put in our pistol dots, they're, the, the consistency of them is like a roller coaster. It's up and down and up and down and up and down. So it, if you think you're going to get five years of battery life out of one, you're no matter what it says on the side of the box, I think you're going to be disappointed. So we tell people, just change out your battery once a year anyway. It's cheap insurance. Like... Yeah, you like, don't. You want you want it to work Christmas. when you need it. <laughs> yeah, every Christmas or or at your birthday or whatever, get out a bunch of batteries, swap out all the stuff that really matters for like your home defense, your carry gun and stuff. Swap all that stuff out once a year just to be sure. Um, and I would do that with any of these optics, Holosun, Vortex, or ours. Uh, you can become a dealer by going to uh, SwampFoxOptics.com, and there's a f online form there that you can fill out. And you'll get an automa an automated response back, um, uh, you know, asking you for some for some data and everything. And we'll go down the road and uh, 
we are looking to, we are not in big distribution yet. We don't have a, a distribution agreements with places like RSR Group and Sports South and everything. So we're direct to dealer. You're, uh, we protect our minimum advertised pricing. We have a map pricing policy and we are very, very friendly to the small brick and mortar mom and pop type dealers. We, that's, that's where our, our dealer network is growing. Um, and we really protect map except for one time a year, which is, um, which is black Friday. <laughs> uh, you, you want to, you want to tell them what map is because people might not know what that is. So map map is uh, minimum advertised pricing. So basically if, if you're in a dealer, uh, a dealership and they have a swamp Fox product in stock and you're like, Hey, I want one of these arrowhead LPVOs. Um, the cost that the dealer is going to sell it to you for will be the same as you can buy it on Amazon. It'll actually be a little bit less than you can buy it from our website but you're not going to find anybody on like eBay or some fly by night BS company that's selling them super cheap and basically ripping off the local dealer and not giving them a chance because let's be honest. Um, you know, the way it's been the last few years is that, you know, your local dealership is a, a showroom for Amazon and they're yes. really struggling. They're having a hard time staying in business because People will walk in, they'll pick up a scope, they'll look at it, go, yeah, I want that one. And then they'll order it off of Amazon right there in the store. And then, Oof. you know, what happens is, is that um, we lose all of our brick and mortar mom and pop dealers and we can't buy stuff from them anymore because we wanted to save 10 bucks. And then one day Amazon decides they don't want to sell gun stuff anymore. Right. And we're gone. The Second Amendment's toast because we, we, we killed all of our network of small businesses in the name of saving $5 and spending it with a giant conglomerate. Um, and then the, if they just pull the rug out from us and say, yeah, we, we don't want to do gun stuff anymore, then we're stuck, man. So we, we really have to protect those local small businesses, in my opinion, in order to protect the Second Amendment. Like politically, I, I'm all about that. Check real quick. Yeah, you can actually have like a little app where you can just like take a picture of it and find it on Amazon for you. Yep. Part of the Amazon app. So you don't have to scan anything. You just take a picture, boom. It pops it up, finds it. Really? Yeah. So, yep. So we're getting there. The dot's still on, but I'm, I'm hoping I can actually demo this for you and show you how how uh, sensitive it is. It's good. It's kind of cool. So um, the Shake and Wake is in the Liberator too. That's a MSRP hundred and eighty nine dollars for one of those. I think. So you know you get a deal on one. It's you know one hundred and fifty bucks. Um. We also have shake and wake on our pistol dots. We have two pistol dots that are the RMR footprint, Liberty and Justice, and then one that's the tiny little shield RMSC footprint, which is the Sentinel. And they all have shake and wake. So I've, I've got my carry gun here, which I can't show you on YouTube, but my carry gun's been sitting on my computer desk. The dot is off. It's not, uh, it's not drawing any power right now. And then as soon as I, uh, I want to go to dinner tonight, I pick up my gun still in the holster. I strap it on my, my body and it'll stay on all night at whatever brightness setting I choose. And I like mine bright. Like even in the dark, honestly, I run mine daylight bright. Uh, cause I run a flashlight and I don't want it to wash out. Oh, by the way, I, I, I will have to say the Wolverine slide. I, I'm going to have to get one because of nice. Wolverines. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm an old red Dawn fan, man. Oh yeah, our whole channel is basically. G34 Wolverine slide. We've done them. I might have one in my house right now. 
we did a limited run of them a while ago. They came in and they sold out in like a day. Um, could they come back in the future? Yeah, it's possible. There's other Wolverine stuff we want to do in the future too. Um, the next thing to come out on the Wolverine slides, right now they're only Glock Gen 3 compatible. You can make them work with a Gen 4, Gen 5 with some adapters and doohickeys and stuff, and it's kind of a pain in the butt. The next thing is we're going to have Gen 4 and Gen 5 compatible Wolverine slides. So those guys aren't left out. Oh, sweet. Nope, nope, nope. Still there. Still there. All right. Yeah, so that's why that's why I need to win. <laughs> if that is your destiny. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, just my uh, the new Obi One trailer came out today. I haven't seen it yet, but that I really like you and McGregor's Obi One Kenobi. I, I'm really I have high hopes that that's going to be cool and not suck. Oh, it looks good. They showed the Inquisitors. I'm not going to spoil anything because you probably know the Inquisitors are in there. If anybody watches the watch, watch the Clone Wars or anything, you know <laughs> about Ventress, the Ventress, and all those. Yeah. Inquisitors. Inquisitors are basically they were kind of like Siths. They were like Force Shivers, but they weren't Siths, but they were used to hunt down all the Jedis. Jerks. Yeah, and then there was a leak about uh, Samuel L. Jackson showing up in the Mandalorian, so he did not die. That's cool. Yeah, I might be a little bit of a Star Wars fan. I'm I'm a nerd in all kinds of ways. I I just don't even pretend. I don't even pretend to be cool, dude. I, 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 I guess I'm like I'm like Rich. I'm team uncool. That, <laughs> that that's our that's our group. Team uncool. I have a shirt so, that says yeah. Team uncool. I have no idea how how did I come up with Team uncool? I don't know. Were you talking to Hank? No, I have no idea what it was. I think it was on the show that I came up with Team uncool. I think we were talking about Leviathan Group, but I was like, yeah, I'm never going to be a member of Leviathan Group, even though I have the stats, because I'm not cool enough. And I was like, <laughs> I think we're team uncool. I don't know. Right. On my other channels, kind of big. I, I, I don't like joining groups, unless it's Black Swan groups. Then I like it. <laughs> no, but yeah... Uh, your optics look pretty, pretty damn cool. I'm going to have to um, pick one up or a couple up, probably. You know, they, they, I will, I will say honestly, like, you know, we had the guy ask about how it compares with, you know, the other brands. I don't mind giving an honest answer on questions like that because I think our product speaks for itself. And, and the truth is the product's going to speak for itself whether you want it to or not. You know, we said that a lot in the early days when we were just getting started. Nobody had heard of us. It was like, look, if if a year from now all these scopes have busted and they're broken, we're we're done. We're toast. We can't recover from that. You know, if 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 they all break, then I'm gonna have to get out my resume because Swamp Fox will will not be a thing. On the other hand, if all of the scopes still work, um, you know, we we we're gonna we're gonna grow. We're gonna be successful. And fortunately, it's it's been that way. And I really like it's funny what you know, I, I see the comment wars, you know, YouTube videos and stuff. Uh, you know, some guy will have one of our optics in a YouTube video. And, you know, the comment section is just, you know, like 
terrible. <laughs> and all the guys that knock us are guys who don't know anything about us. And they're the guys who are, they're bench racing um, yeah. statistics, you know, Oh, well, the hollow sun says 50,000 hours and yours says change it out every year. So I'm going to get the one with the better battery life. And I'm like, Hey, you know, go ahead, dude, you know, chase, chase that number on the side of the box. If that's, what's important to you. But what happens is the guys who actually own the product come into the comment section and they say, Oh, you know, I've had mine for two years now and it still works. I haven't had to set it back. So mine doesn't suck. And I only paid 200 bucks, you know, or, or whatever. So, when I see those kind of comments, I feel really confident that we're doing things the right way. The optics do what we say they will do. They don't break. They hold zero. Um, you know, I know what the return rates are like. The return rates are very, very good for our stuff. And we send them out there. People shoot them. They're happy with them. Somebody asked what the warranty is. Uh, we call it the 50,000 round guarantee, which was basically our way of daring the customer saying, go out and freaking shoot. Don't let it sit in the sock drawer. Don't let it sit in the closet. Go out, shoot, train, build a skill set. If it breaks before you have 50,000 rounds through it, we'll get you another one. Um, because if you if you say a lifetime warranty, it kind of goes in one ear and out the other now, and people assume you're going to crawfish out of it somehow. Oh, they say <laughs> lifetime warranty, but they don't really mean it. They're going to they're gonna come up with an excuse. So we didn't really want to do lifetime warranty. So we almost it's almost like a dare. Like, like, go out there and shoot the crap out of this thing. And if it goes belly up before you hit 50,000 rounds through it, we'll, we'll take care of you. Yeah. Reebok, now, how do you know technology. people we shot 50,000 rounds? We don't. That's, that's the thing. We, we don't even ask. If you have, if you, <laughs> if you, if you call and you say, Hey, you know, I dropped my, I dropped my pistol and it cracked the glass. You know, can I get another one? We're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> we we don't so ask, the, well, you know how many rounds. That's a marketing term, then. Yeah, uh, it's a marketing term. We have, and, 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 but it's smart. We have, we, a, we have guys who get really like they're real rule followers about it. They're like, okay, so <laughs> like, I I bought this at a at a gun show used, and the guy didn't tell me how many rounds he shot through it. So do I just like start from zero? And we're like, dude, settle down. Like, <laughs> relax. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> So, uh, a couple of different questions. Is oh, there any go, type of uh, Luigi wants to know if there's any type of discount codes out there? There are. There are a few discount codes flying around. D does Dark have a discount code? Um, Dark might. He probably does. Yeah, I uh, I accidentally knocked over a. Dang it! Oh well. I knocked over. <laughs> I knocked over a can of uh, of Simple Green. Uh oh. Now cord. you're clean, and uh, and that was enough to get rid of the shake awake and wake it back up. So it's it's obviously very very sensitive, but I'll see if I can. Yeah. I'll see if I, I'll set it here. We'll see if we can we can play with it again. Yeah, I've never been able to do a live shake and wake demonstration, so I'm all excited about this. Uh, yeah, I mean... it, it's really simple and very um, it's very simple and and very proven technology. It's a it's a basically just a tilt switch. You can Google up what a tilt switch is. That's what shake awake is. And it's been, uh, they use them in all sorts of applications, like cars have them and all sorts of stuff. So, yeah. yeah uh, I mean, I, if we had a discount code, we'll be more than happy to share it out. Maybe get you some business. Uh, Rich, can you go ahead and link the Thwomp of Fox page? Sure. Um, also, uh, we got some other really good questions here, and I'm kind of wondering, too. Uh, the glass, where's the glass made? China. China. Okay. 
So we, we design, develop it here. I help develop it. We, we make our own prototypes. I have some broken prototypes in the house that if you're interested in, I can, I can get them and show you. Um, so, you know, somebody asked what was the, I think, I think Crumpy, you asked what was the, one of the hardest things about this, this job. And one of the hardest things to start out with was proving to people that we were making our own stuff, designing our own stuff, and that our stuff wasn't just like a copy or um, white label. Yeah, just like, you know, one of those deals where we put our name on the same scope you could have bought from Burris two years ago or something like that, right? <laughs> well, like a sort of, uh, you know, a a rebranding shell game operation. You know, we kind of had to prove that. Um, and so that's why I have, I've got broken prototypes in the house that we've tested to failure and like ideas and concepts that didn't make it, didn't pan out. Um, because we do develop our own stuff and we work we work very closely with, uh, you know, some optical engineers and, and a factory that we have a very special relationship with. We have a very special relationship with a factory over there that, that puts us in an advantageous position. Um, and I will say, honestly, the Chinese guys that I talk to and that I've worked with as part of this job are awesome dudes. Um, if I could sponsor them to come here to the States and be my next door neighbor in Houston, I would. They're, they're, they're great dudes. Um, and, and they know their stuff, they're smart and, and they help us out a lot. So I would love to make something in the United States one day. Just too expensive. It's, it's just not possible. There's no, it, well, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's so the, the, the barriers to doing that are so yeah. unfair. Um, I, I, I try not to get on a political, um, soapbox about this, you know, but the, the barriers are are apparently insurmountable because nobody's doing it. Yeah. You know, if, if there was, if there was a American made optics company that was selling, um, $200 red dots or even $1,200 red dots, you know, I'd, I'd be interested in how they do that. And I would try to copy them, but that's, that company doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, if any of, any of your stuff, 50 call rated. No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Um, there is basically no budget scope on the market right now that will hold up to a 50 forever. And we want to make a 50 cal optic that will hold up to the 50,000 round guarantee with a 50 BMG 750 grain projectile. Um, so we have a project which is called the green dragon project named after the, uh, a lot of our stuff has revolutionary war names. Swamp Fox is a revolutionary war named Francis Marion. Google up Francis Marion and you'll oh, the, see who the Swamp Fox was. Oh, the, the Patriot. Hey, the it's, the it's, Patriots, he's, he's kind of like they mishmashed a couple of guys together. Yeah, but the that's Swamp one of them. Um, so the Green Dragon is a, is a revolutionary war name. The prototype of Green Dragon is a 5 to 40 by 56 scope with a 40 millimeter main tube and stainless steel turrets with a... Uh, with with a new type of zero stop that hopefully won't get us sued by patent holders because uh, there's some patent holders on zero stops. So we'll have a zero stop functionality and a stainless steel turret. It will not have any illumination because illumination is the first thing to die on a 50 cal. And it will, it, the prototype is about the size of an AR 15 pistol. It is enormous. It is meant for scopes that are the, the it's meant for rifles, the size of your couch. Um, it is not small nor light. Um, and it, it will, it will have 
40 power magnification on the top end. Uh, and we're hoping that it will be the first optic in the thousand dollar range that will survive a 50 cal indefinitely. Yeah. My, if you talk to guys that run budget scopes on fifties, they have three of them. The one that they just bought, the one that's on the rifle and the one that they turned into warranty and they just cycle through. Right. Yeah, um, the scope that I used when I was shooting, like, uh, it wasn't 50 cal, it was 330 at Lapua with a Night Force, and that one was like $5,000. Right. The Razors, the, 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 uh, uh, the Night Force, some of the high-end loopholes, um, Schmidt and Benders, you know, the stuff where, you know, it's, it's $3,000 to get in the door, you know, with a cheapy one on Black Friday. If you just want one today, it's going to be four grand. Um, that's, that's where the 50, you know, that's where the 50 BMG guys usually play, but they're, you know, they're spending $5 a shot. So, you know, who cares? It's just money, you know, <laughs> you know, they got a rifle chamber for $5 bills. What do you expect? Yeah. I, I got <laughs> ring. I, the 330 at was just, there's no place to shoot it around here that I couldn't shoot with like three, 300 wind mag. So. Yeah. We have stuff that'll hold up fine on, on 300 wind mag. 50 is its own its own animal. There's nothing that's close to 50 caliber in terms of what it does to scopes. You know, we, we think of shooting a rifle. I shoot the rifle, and the rifle goes bang, and it kicks back like this, right? Um, but, well, here's a big precision scope. So here's a, here's a, a Warhawk. Turn this thing off. Pew. So here's a Warhawk um, 5 to 30, or 5 to 25. Um, big scope, big rings. 56 millimeter objective lens. You know, this is, this is our premier. I've got the uh, kill flash on this one. See, um, this is our, our premier precision optic got locking turrets. I can't, I can't move it. I have to pull it away from the scope body that I can turn. See if I can get you to hear those clicks. Can you hear that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even the microphone can pick it up. You see how we mark the zero on there in red, so it's easy to find. Yep. Yeah, little little bit, little, little stuff like that. You know, just be thoughtful about what you're making. Be 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 smart about it. It doesn't cost us anything more to paint that red instead of white. Just a little touch, you know. Um. So, anyway, so when you're on a 50 cal, it doesn't just kick back. There's like torsion forces where it twists like this. You know, the receiver is actually twisting, which is then twisting the rings and the rings are actually twisting the scope body this way. Um, and, you know, you, you, you have to you have to harden the scope against all kinds of forces like that, that something like a 300 wind mag would never would never do. And that's why 50 cal is such a bear to, to, to build something for. Yeah, Rich is getting picking up a 50 cal. <laughs> That, that, we were that, talking about that earlier. You were talking about which that one earlier. are you gonna? Which one are you gonna pick up, Rich? What are you gonna? Uh, what are you gonna do? So that's the uh, Safety Harbor Fifty Cal. Okay. And uh, so it's a bolt action upper that goes onto an AR lower. Right. And uh, just I've been wanting to get one for no particular reason. I just wanted one. No, I I like that concept because. Um, <laughs> Again, not to get into politics too much, but if they ever decide that, you know, 50 cal is too scary and now they're all destructive devices, yours doesn't have a serial number on it, does it? Because it goes uh, on. Unfortunately, it does. Can they serialize them now? 
Yeah, so that that's it seems like there's a couple of people out there that are making similar products. I, I happen to be a friend of uh, the family you know, at Safety Harbor. and uh, Friend of the show, Walter. Friend of the show, yeah. Yeah, I, actually, I don't know if they're back. Uh, they did a long weekend in Louisiana for a crawfish boil, yeah. so I don't know if they're back at the shop yet. Yeah, I got to talk to Walter about something. So, um, I mean, I, I would... I didn't have the money when he was selling them without cereal, serialization. And the weird thing is there's other people at, you know, a, what is it? A blind squirrel could find a nut. Yeah. Uh, a blind ATF squirrel could find the other people making the similar products within an hour's drive from well, his shop. Well, the new role might actually help him because, the new rule states that you only have to serialize an upper or lower, not both. Specifically yeah. calls that out. Uh, well, so Walter went there. I forgot what, what attorney he used. Uh, but anyhow, so the short of it is uh, I, I, I would have been horrifically shamed if uh, I all of a sudden started producing 50 cal videos and uh, Walter's a friend of mine. I didn't buy one from him. So I, I did have to go through a 4473. Okay. Uh, well, I guess if they come for it, there's only one thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to them warm. Yes. Somebody, somebody um, asked if, uh, if they're 12-gauge rated, and that, that cracks me up a little bit. Um, common <laughs> question? Um, yes, I've got I've, – uh, I, I wish I could pull them out of the safe for you. Um, I have two really cool shotguns that have got dots on them from us. But um, I'll tell you a little secret. Any any dot that will survive on a reciprocating pistol slide application will survive on a 12-gauge shotgun. Because um, if you think about how much think – think about shooting a 12-gauge shotgun and how much the receiver moves when you shoot it, how far it moves, and how, how hard it kicks. And um, think, about, think about how much it moves and how hard – how much acceleration that is, right, on a 12-gauge. Even, even like a pump where you don't have any action that's soaking up some of the recoil. Now, imagine that you're the same scope, but you have to ride on the back of a slide. And uh-huh. how fast does the slide move and how much force does the slide have? Every time you shoot a 9mm round through a Glock 19 with a dot attached to it, how far does the dot move and how fast does it does it move compared to a shotgun or even like oh, a giant yeah. revolver? like a Smith & Wesson 500 revolver. Yeah, um, the G ratings on that have got, got to be crazy. Right. It's insane. So so the, the dirty little secret is is that it's funny because people will put um, they'll put our dots on like a 4570 lever action, the tactical lever action thing that's going on right now. I think it's super <laughs> awesome. You know, guys have like tactical 4570s and tactical 357 Magnum lever guns. And they're like, yeah, man, this, this dot will stand up to my 4570. Yeah, but actually, that's a heck of a lot easier than standing up to a nine millimeter moving slide that's jackhammering back and forth. Every time you do a mag dump, it's jackhammering back and forth. Um, it's way harder on a reciprocating slide applica- app- application than than anything anything else. So, dirty little secret there that that most people don't really ever address because um, we think the big womp and stomp in twelve gauge is is uh, is the hardest thing. For the dot, it's really not. Yeah, I, I just want to answer a question out there. No, I, I wasn't referencing Serbu. There's somebody else. I don't know. I think they're in Ocala, 
in uh, so oh gosh, now I'm not I'm blanking the guy. So somebody print 3D printed a AR-15 style lower that'll work with a bolt action 50 cal upper, and uh, he had I I thought it was a Safety Harbor firearms upper, and I'm like, dude, is that a SHTF? So 3D arms, that's it. I'm like, is that an SHTF-50? He's like, no, I got it from some guy in Ocala. I'm like, you fill out a 4473 for? He said, no. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, the, the the whole thing with I have no idea, like, why they made them serialize the upper. It doesn't really make any sense at all. But the, the firearm, when he sells the firearm whole, he has to serialize both things. So you have to fill out two... No, you, well, you can put them on one forty four seventy three, but it has to be lifted there twice with two different. I was like, you're buying two different firearms, which is ridiculous. Hmm, I did not know that. I'm not. I'm not really in the market for a fifty. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying like if I won one in a raffle, I wouldn't turn it away. I'm just right. Uh, my priorities are elsewhere right now. Uh, I, I if I won one in a raffle, it'd be great. But you know, I'm. I'm not going to count my chickens after I'm winning the Wolverine. Right. Got to use up all your luck in one place. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just uh, we have Wolverines. We have the Wolverines. (laughs) We have a lot of Wolverine related stuff. Wolverine patches. I Uh, love seeing the the Wolverines uh, uh, graffiti on uh, tanks in Ukraine. I was just like, I've been thinking about that since the 80s, but it finally <laughs> happened. You know, I don't know if that's Americans over there that did that or if the Ukrainians started watching John Milnius movies or what. But, it, you know, there's some some pictures out there of, uh, you know, armored personnel carriers and stuff, and they painted Wolverines on the side. And I'm like, <laughs> John Milnius actually is the guy. He did Wolverines. Yeah, not Wolverine. We're at Red Dawn, and he designed the octagon for uh, the UFC. <laughs> Seriously, he did. Yeah, he's, he's, I just think that's a, a funny collection. Yep. Also, uh, also uh, directed Conan the Barbarian, which is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, a, that's a classic. Yeah, he's a very talented guy. But yeah, he, he was friends with uh, the Gracies, Harayan Gracie, and uh, you know they were trying to decide like what, like what, um. He he, uh-huh. the, what design they should use, and they were going through all these different things, and uh, he came up with um with that. He also wrote uh, Homefront, the video game. Mm-hmm. I have not played that one. I need to get around to it. Apocalypse Now. Speaking of video games, um, our Trihawk Three X Prism Scope, which is. This little guy, this 3X Prism Scope, which I love, and also uh, our Arrowhead Low Power Variable are going to be in Escape from Tarkov. Uh-huh. Oh, really? we'll, have, we'll have our scopes and our reticles um, in, in a video game for the first time. So oh, I'm, that's I'm cool. Because I'm, I'm, I'm so old, I was playing Counter-Strike like in the 90s with dial-up. So I've, I've been a gamer for 20 years now. So, you know. I'll never outgrow it. I'll be like 90 years old and in a nursing home and right. can't remember my name or anything. And I'll still be playing video games. It's just, uh, With your Xbox. Uh, have you played the, the way our generation is, right? 
Uh, have you been playing the beta of Escape from Tarkov? No, I haven't started yet. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get it and, and start. Uh, so I have a couple friends that play, and they're like, okay, we're gonna sherpa you, we're gonna babysit you, so you don't screw up and get discouraged from the beginning because it's really hard, really tough. So yeah, I'm looking for something here. So Kurt's got a question. He's asking about what mount is the Liberty or Justice Armor, or do they come with it in the green? He said in green dot. Why, I'm glad you asked. Here's a chance for me to talk about a swap box product. Um, so uh, so this is a Justice, and uh, it's RMR footprint. This is our big window. Uh, remember I showed the, the silver coating on the, Lib- on, on the, uh, the, the Gen 2 um, enclosed dot there. This is uh-huh. the red coating. This ruby red coating means this is a red emitter on this one. So this is a red. The other one's a green. So this is a 27-millimeter wide window but it goes to an RMR footprint. RMR right now, the Trigicon RMR footprint is for, it's basically the industry standard or as close to an industry standard as you can get. Uh Anything else but Trigicon RMR is an adapter plate nightmare of people emailing customer service every day going, how do I put it on my gun? Um, So, so we have, we have justice here, which is 27 millimeters wide. And then we have Liberty, which is 22 millimeters wide. And both of those are RMR. Um, and then we have Sentinel, which is our little guy. Here's Sentinel. He's so tiny you can barely even see him. And he's RMSC footprint. So this is for your single stacks, your uh, Springfield Hellcats, P365 XL SIGs, um, stuff like that. It's only a 16 millimeter by 16 millimeter. You can see my webcam. Uh-huh. Um, 16 millimeter by 16 millimeter window there. So you want to turn them on for you. There we go. Wow. I'm just looking 16 millimeter. Holy cow. That's small. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it, looking uh, to get a new flight and put a, a red dot on my, uh, my 43 X. Right. So that's so on, for those of you, X. for those of you watching in black and white, 16 millimeter is 0.65 inches. You can see the window size here if I kind of angle them both right. The single stack, the single stack dots are so much smaller than the RMR. Wow. Um, so if if you if you and if you have a chance, you know, depending on depending on what your what your application is, I like the big ones myself. And you can see I've got it angled correctly here on the right one. I have the iron side shield. Swamp Dog was talking about this. See how there's an air gap there. You can uh-huh. see a little bit of light through there. So this is oh, – I bumped my other red dot now. I've got to reset that. Shake it white. So this is a stainless steel shroud. It's not in focus. It's a stainless steel shroud that's like an extra 45 bucks, And it goes, it goes around the dot, but it doesn't touch it. And it protects it. And it goes, it goes all the way out under the footprint. So if I, if I show you back here, see, see there? There it is. Uh-huh. That's the stainless. That's stainless steel, actually underneath my 7075 aluminum dot. So when I hit this, when I'm oh, it doesn't. Up, all I'm doing is I'm beating up my footprint. I'm not actually gotcha. touching the, the the dot at all. Mm-hmm. And then this this mount is our Rebel offset mount, which is a 45 degree offset. So this part of it goes on your Picatinny on your AR, which I can't mm-hmm. show you. Um, but this is your Picatinny, and then this hangs off to the side and we set it up. We did the math to where when you roll over 45 degrees, 
it sits directly on top of your barrel without any horizontal offset. So uh-huh. if you're used to shooting like AR-15 iron sights, it's the same vertical offset, and you don't have to worry about a horizontal offset where like your barrel's over here, but your dot's over here. Uh huh. So right. um, this is one of the best, in my opinion, because I helped design it and develop it. This is one of the best little 45 degree offset mounts on the market. We just came out with them earlier this year, and they're they're super cheap. Like MSRP is like 65 bucks for this thing, and it's reversible. So you can you can flip this little footprint around, and you can for lefty, mm-hmm. it, you don't have to buy anything different. There's not an adapter. It's great for lefties or righties right out of the box. So yeah, so that's our our justice, and it's an RMR footprint. And then we have a Rebel Riser, which I don't have with me. Um, it's in the in the gun room. I got a Rebel Riser, and I've got a Rebel Offset mount, and uh, these are like sixty five bucks, and uh, they'll go straight to RMR. So anything that's an RMR footprint, these mounts will work with. Nice. But I, I, I recommend ours, of course. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, we've been on. We are at the end of the show. It went by wow, really, really fast. fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Come out on PLA is he's raving about you guys out there. You guys want to see something cool that nobody's seen yet? Absolutely. Make them full screen. This is the Death Star. Um, holy crap, Ola. Let's see if I can make this brighter. It's so it's so black. This is the Sabre. It is a full-size 5X prism scope. There's our CR-123 battery I was telling you about on the side. It works on AKs. It works on ARs. And it's got a 10-degree field of view. So it's got like 30% more field of view than any other 5X you've ever looked through. But 5X is still too much magnification for close quarters. So what do we do? We put my little pistol dot here. Mm-hmm. Bolts right onto the side of it like ah, that. Cool. So then if, I'm, if it's up close, I just rotate, rotate this over about 30 degrees, and I can look through my pistol dot. Gotcha. This is the most amazing 5X prism scope I have ever used. It's actually my competition scope right now. I'm going to compete with it in two-gun again this weekend. And for me, this 5X is, no kidding, faster than a 1 to 6X low-power variable, and it weighs less and it costs less. This will be 389 bucks at MSRP, and you've never looked through a scope like this. I guarantee it. If you look through an ACOG, you've seen a 7-degree field of view. This is a 10-degree field of view. That that's pretty oh, it, badass, yeah, and nobody's seen it yet. It's coming out soon. Hmm. Huh. All right, so guys. The, the weight on it's about twenty four ounces. Somebody asked. It's big. It's not light, but it's still less than an LPBO. All right, guys. Well, we are out of here. Thank you for watching. My name is John Crump, uh, MLN writer extraordinaire. Also, the audio version of this will be out tomorrow on all podcasting things, Audible whatever you listen to your podcast on or Podbean, whatever you can go to johncrupplive.com as well but the audio only version will be up at 10 a.m tomorrow you can follow me at john crump news read my stuff at ammo land spade and neuter your pets um also you can follow rich uh flying rich of 
underscore official on Instagram, mind of real John Crump. Or you can also follow him on MySpace at Flying Rich. You go to flyingrich.locals.com to support him. johncrump.locals.com to support me. You can also follow him on YouTube at Flying Rich, but not Fly Rich and not Flying with Rich. Flying Rich. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the collaboration. Mashup. The yeah, co- 3D printing the rich. 3D printing rich. Uh, and with that, what I am going to do, I am going to kick it over to Swamp Fox Mike to plug anything you want. Tell people how to find you. Whatever you want to say, the floor is yours. Kids, brush your teeth and stay in school and listen to your parents. Um, we are at swampfoxoptics.com. Uh, at, on YouTube, look up Swamp Fox Optics on YouTube. Subscribe. Uh, we have how tos, all reviews of the optics, all kinds of cool stuff. We are Swamp Fox Optics on Instagram. We've got Gun Yoga on Instagram. Lots of lots of pictures of product in use, product on cool custom builds, um, product on 3D printed guns. There's a there's a guy uh, named uh, Jeremy Booligan who just put uh, one of our dots on a pistol that has a built-in out the front switchblade in the frame. Like it's insane. Uh, so check out our Instagram. We're on Facebook. Uh, again, Swamp Fox Optics. Just Google us up. I am Swamp Fox Mike. I am product marketing director, and I love my job. And we are going to make some cool stuff. You're going to be able to afford it. It's not going to break. Give us a try. See you around.